whatever little quiet struggles you got, whether it's sexual, uh, relationships, find somebody number and try to deal with that thing. Because if not, it's, it's going to, you're going to have to face it. Because those temptations will find its way. Yeah. Sneaking up on you. And, and what it does for us, we don't think Will and Jada are outliers. Well, this is just an anomaly. We are all one or two bad decisions away from our entanglement moment. Yeah, <laughs> you know? yeah, yeah. And so it's humbling to know that somebody at the highest level receiving all of this success is still going through some things. So I don't judge them, but it makes us mindful of, if I got some sexual thoughts and ideas that I won't fulfill, I, hey, baby, we need to have a conversation. You know, I, I, I grew what we used to do. Let's try something, you know. Just one court date away from divorce, Tiffany and Terrell Monger decided to heal through their problems. What they learned along the way, they now share to help other couples through coaching, entertainment, and transparency with their joint business, TNT World Empire. Learn how Tiffany and Terrell joined forces to merge their two passions in two separate businesses to build one empire that not only helps their household, but saves hundreds of others. By the way, this is the most played episode of this entire podcast so far. So I know you don't want to miss this. Back with more after these messages. Turn it up a little louder. Put yourself, put yourself on. What does that mean? The Hustler's How To Guide to Self-Made Success. Hey, turn this up, fam. Turn up right now. Free smoke, free smoke, hey, free smoke, free smoke. The bobbypan.com, that's Thank you. Got a candle on my wrist, girl, I'm catching out. All my money is rich. I don't dance now, I make money move. This is where it's at. What's up, world? It's your girl, Bobby Penn, with another episode of Put Your Cell Phone Podcast. Today, I've got relationship and life coaches Tiffany and Terrell Monger of TNT World Empire. Hi, how are you? Hey, how are you? I'm great. We have Tiffany and Terrell. How are yes. you guys today? <laughs> we are doing well. You got your shades on. It's sunny where you are. It's actually about to storm, and I'm hoping that it doesn't disrupt this thing. Girl, this is me not having my lashes on, so I'm just kind of hiding. <laughs> okay. But they look good. Right. Thank you, thank you, thank you. It's a pleasure to have you both here. Um, so just really briefly, if you wouldn't mind explaining to us your business and um, a little bit about how you got started. Okay. Basically, uh, we're in the process or, or in the business of life coaching. OK, but we use different things as forms of motivation, you know, whether it's one on one or just creating material. And our brand itself is really an extension of our personalities in our personal life. We came from two different worlds, had two different mindsets. I'm the nerd. She's the social one. You know, I'm into technology and thinking she connects well with people. And the, all we knew was we loved each other. That's all we knew. But. Our, our, the, our differences kept getting in the way. And so we had to blow up 
our individual worlds, mm. TNT, wow. and create a new world that worked for us. Right. And so now that we've created a world that functions in business, personality, relationship, now we just try to invite people into that TNT world so they can get a taste of what it feel like. Right. I love that. So that's what the TNT part means. You had to blow up your individual worlds in order to join forces. That is so key. And um, definitely, I feel like something I'll, I can only speak for me that I personally kind of struggle with. Um, when you meet a new person and you like them, you really want everything to mesh perfectly. But it's not expected. You can't expect that because everybody is imperfect. So talk to me about that, about um, how to manage the early stages of a relationship so that you can have a longstanding foundation such as what you all have developed. You want to take this? One? I feel um, I would just say I'm now. Now, when I was younger, I would have said this, but I'm big on telling individuals enjoy the moments. Okay. Because you know, especially some of us as women, we feel like our time is running out. I, I want to be married. You know, we got that picture out here. I want to be married at this time. I want kids at this time. And when when that time starts to sneak up on you and it's not happening, you start finding yourself making some adjustments that you shouldn't be making. You find yourself selling for some things that you want to settle for um, if you would have got that, that wish and it's completed. But, uh, and, and unfortunately, you can't enjoy the moments because you're so busy trying to meet a timetable. Mm. And you're trying to go through this interview process and, and rush it. And now, <laughs> let's just say you get married and, and you still got to go through the, process, uh, the work. But I just say, do everything with a clean slate. Do um, you, you may have had three failed relationships before this new person, everybody deserves a chance. Yeah. Everybody deserves a chance because you deserve a chance. You yeah. Know? I'm pretty sure you're not the same young lady you was in your last relationship. So I think we all have to just be open to let me give this person a chance because trust me, they're going to show you who they are. Right. If you keep enjoying those moments, oh, they're going to show you who they are. But, you know, patience is what kind of sometimes hope messes us up because we lack it. Patience. Mm -hmm. okay i like that that's solid advice i be trying to run to the border i um i'm a fire sign i, I like to just what is, your sign? what is your fire sign well okay i shouldn't even have said that i'm on the cusp of aries Taurus. okay I'm so aries. i'm stubborn I'm and hard-headed i'm patient i'm very impatient right Mm -hmm. um girls lightning sorry i'm like trying to figure out if i should move away from this window <laughs> or not um but yeah, so, you know, I, I really appreciate that advice to slow down and enjoy the moments. That is so key. Um, talk to me about the vision behind your brand, right? There are, I'm sure, tons of relationships, um, but everybody's not qualified to coach and guide others. So, you know, why do you guys think that you're best suited for this? Well, our experiences, I have always been an author, a, a playwright, uh, doing all kinds of things. I've always put on productions, and, and that's just what I do. Tiff was more so about working with people one-on-one. -on -one. She does fitness training. She helps people with their body and things like that. So individually, we were always doing things. But it wasn't until we got together and got married, and we were one court date away from divorce, wow. that we realized with our effectiveness individually, we weren't effective together. Right. And through a certain series of events, we realized how much we need to connect what we do because she's motivating as far as your health. 
as your body. I'm motivation as far as your mind, as far as your accomplishment, as far as what you want to do. But we need each other. And when we put it together, now the uh, Sweat is the New Swag brand, which what she does with her fitness apparel, that works. Now what I do with writing my books, that works. So when we come together, it's all about motivation and becoming your best self. But together, it's about creating better health, better wealth, and a greater self. And we Ooh. do that because we feed off of each other. And also because we want to uh, help assist people move forward. Many of us get stuck in our thinking. Yeah. You know, we pick up some uh, thought patterns that we, uh, from people that we love, mothers, grandmothers, uncles, cousins, and those thought processes don't work for where you're trying to go. I'm very big, I say this, every time I talk, we always have to be open to unlearn what we have learned mm. and what I feel that he and I bring. Our goal is always to motivate people empower people and want to see people move forward and be them best self because you can have a nice home you can be well educated you can have a nice job but if you on the oxygen tank you can hardly <laughs> breathe can you really enjoy life right yeah so, you know, yeah that, that, that health part about it. It's not about a six-pack. It's about I, I want to enjoy my best life. And if I'm not healthy, but if I'm healthy, but I'm not driven, and if I don't have self-awareness, I can't be my best self for the next person. So all those things are needed if yeah. you want to, as you say, have your best life. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. Balance is a uh, key to everything. Um, and as much as we want love and romance, the love has to start with ourselves. I feel like that's where, where I'm gathering from that. So talk to me about working with your partner. That means you guys don't necessarily get breaks from each other? Or like, how does that work? Yeah, well, what we learned through our almost failed relationship was individually, we have to have our own life. Because everything that I was doing, my wife was supporting me, but I was so driven in what I was doing and showing a baby, look, look at the, the video I just made. Oh, look at this play I just wrote. And I'm so driven doing the things that I'm doing that it almost seemed like what I was doing was my wife and this was my side chick. You know, mm. and so and, and she could speak to it, but she had given so much of herself to my world that she lost sight of her world. Mm. So even though we had the best intentions, we weren't gelling because we were out of balance. But now she has a life. Right. She's going back to school. She got her life coaching certification. I got my life coaching certification. I work my job. I work with my church. So we have individual lives. It's just when we come together, that's when TNT started to blow up. You know what I mean? <laughs> I love that. Yeah, we respect each other's roles. We, we want to be a support system for each other. And we also understand and recognize each other's strengths. And our strengths is what keep us, you know, being impactful. And, and so, therefore, we, but we, we, don't, we, we know we're not competing with each other. Now, we once thought we were competing. I was competing for his attention, competing for time, and he was competing against time, trying to pursue his own personal dreams. Like you said, I didn't even have any. But now that I found my purpose, and now I got my busy, he got his busy. So when we come together, hey, we, we, we manage that and um, just jail well. <laughs> I love that. What's one of the most, um, the most transformative 
relationships you guys can speak on. I'm, I'm sure there's probably a level of confidentiality, but if you could talk about one transformation, what would that look like? Well, I, I can talk about a uh, couple that was excited about our relationship and felt like it was what they wanted to attain. And so, as you say, without giving up too much information, we had to show them that ours didn't start out perfectly. You know, the state that they were in were actually better than where we were. And so you have to not compare your relationship to somebody else's. You have to do what works for you because everybody's not going to dump their trash on your lawn so you can see what's in their garbage can. Everybody's going to keep their stuff hidden and they front yard going to be cut and clean and looking good. But if you dig up under the hood, everybody's working on something. And just that revelation that they're thinking we this power couple and we got it together, just hearing how much we went through, they were like, oh, okay, I guess our situation's not as bad as we thought it was. <laughs> and that's all it is. It's about getting people to see another perspective because no one has the answer for somebody else's situation. And I yeah. also feel that transparency assists with transformation. Mm. It's so good to know, man. You know, sometimes you think you're the only one with that challenge, that only one with that struggle, that thought process, and to hear somebody else. It, but if I can't feel free to share that, everybody's walking in silence, everybody's walking in brokenness, and everybody's looking one way, but internally feeling another way. So for us, just to say, just to sum it all up, our transparency is what assists in their transformation now what made you guys so comfortable with being open because i could see a lot of couples especially you guys said you were one court date away from divorce that's something most people i feel like hide so where where do you guys draw your confidence or your strength from to even be so transparent now, I, i'll say for me us almost getting a divorce is seeing the ugliest side of each other the ugliest side of court battle. I couldn't stand her lawyer. She couldn't stand mine. And and when the judge, I'm in the courtroom, and the judge was like, you do understand that court is about the woman and the child. We don't care nothing about the man. And you deal with all these frustrations. And then to see her still concerned about me as a person. You know what I mean? And she even said to me, well, you know, you're going to have to get married because you're not that type of person to be out here running the street, so you got to find yourself a good wife. <laughs> I'm like, what, the, what are you talking about? <laughs> you know? and, and so when you get to that level of ugly and you're no longer faking for each other, you're no longer phoning with each other, it empowered us. So now we're comfortable sharing it with other people because it's not like she can say something publicly that we haven't already reconciled. Yeah, And so since we're free from it, we can help free other people. Yeah, And it goes back to, again, transparency. Um, I feel sometimes, and, and everybody's not free to share, but once I tell my story, you, I take away the juice of those that want to gossip. <laughs> exactly. Uh, I, I can tell you better than what you heard. And so that's liberating, you know, and, and, and that's, and, you know, of course, we are people of faith. And, and, and so we're, it's really a testament of what God done through us. Right. So we, we just feel like we are hindering an opportunity to let people see what God can do through an ugly situation and yet bring it back and make it beautiful again. As they say, beauty for ashes, because that's exactly 
what he did. So it's like, we, we like to tell it because we've learned that you'll think you're the only one. No, let me tell you, pull up the seat. You're not. <laughs> and I will also let you know that it's hope. So that, that, that's the goal. Yeah. I love that. I love that. So let's add a pop culture element to this. Uh, do you guys have any thoughts? I mean, obviously, we don't know all the details because they haven't been revealed. But from what we know about the whole August Alcina, Jada Pinkett Smith situation and Will Smith, do you guys have any thoughts or opinions on that as professional relationship life coaches? <laughs> yeah, we, we talked. Uh, we Trying to help frame it lot. for you. <laughs> yeah, we talked a lot about it. But see, I talked about it before this because I felt when they first came out talking and Jada was talking about how Will was so focused on creating the world he wanted that he was leaving out his family and he bought this big old house and she was like, well, that's what you wanted. That's not what I wanted. And the daughter said, oh, daddy's trying to create a world that doesn't include us. I felt like Will was getting a bad break on that. So I was kind of salty at Jada. I'm going to be honest. I was kind of salty. And my wife helped me understand, but I still was a little salty. So when this came out, I'm like, oh, so you mad at him for buying a house, but you with your son, friend, you know? And so, but even, Messy. <laughs> even, even in that, we reconciled that we don't know the whole story, but on the surface, my heart went out to Will. I don't know what Will has done in the past, but it's whatever comes out in the public. But what I gained from him is he still supports his wife. And he's not telling his side of the story. He's not trying to make himself look good. He's saying, you know what? I'm comfortable with what I have. I'm going to let y'all talk about my life, but I'm going to live my life. And that's what I got out. And also, because even if you ever watch the show, it's very big on dealing with your healing, dealing with your brokenness. It's one thing to keep saying that word, but are you really dealing with it? Mm. Because that exposed, I mean, it's easy to say what you would do or wouldn't do, but I, I really feel that when if you know you got some temptations, if you know you have some struggles, man, you got to find and figure out how to discipline that thing or get some, some help, some therapy or some counseling, because if not, those temptations are going to knock at your door. Yeah. And you, and, 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 and even if you're vulnerable, because even if it sounded like she was probably at a place where she was vulnerable, mm -hmm. and I tell you about it, you make, you make some very unwise decisions when you're vulnerable. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And you'll be like, how did I get here? How did I get in the bed with this child? Why am I enjoying myself in the bed with this child? Oh, this child brings so much excitement to my life. I feel young again. But it's like you get lost in a moment and you start, you don't think straight. Yeah. And then reality hits you like, what have I done? So I just really, I would just say what that did for me is whatever little quiet struggles you got, whether it's sexual, um, relationships, find somebody number and try to deal with that thing. Because if not, it's, it's going to, you're going to have to face it. Because those temptations will find its way yeah. sneaking up on you. And, and what it does for us, we don't think Will and Jada are outliers. Well, this is just an anomaly. We are all one or two bad decisions away from our entanglement moment. Yeah, <laughs> you know? yeah, yeah. And so it's humbling to know that somebody at the highest level receiving all of this success is still going through some things. So I don't judge them, but it makes us mindful of if I got some sexual thoughts and ideas that I won't fulfill, 
I, hey, baby, we need to have a conversation. You know, I, I outgrew what we used to do. Let's try something. You know, yeah. I mean, that's, all, that's uncomfortable. But I really have a hard conversation on this side than being exposed with something that's devastating and life changing on the other side. So I'd rather come say, look, this woman flirt with me, and I have to be honest, it feels kind of good, baby. Yeah, <laughs> I miss that. You know, she made me feel good. I, I mean, she made me think I'm the sexiest woman in the world, and I, I, I hate to say it, but I like it. You need to tell me that. Because yeah. if I care about my husband, I can't say, what you doing with her? No, wait a minute. Let me tighten up. Yeah. <laughs> now that he make sure he's getting it at home. You know he's crying out. Yeah. yeah. But if, I, if he, but if he's entertainment, you're gonna end up in somebody's bed. Yeah. yeah. I love that. So make sure that the openness is there to address yeah. it and to seek professional help if you need it before. It, yeah, I like that. Now, here's the question. Now I'm about to try to get some free advice. In the early stages of a relationship, um, what are... Okay, let me say it this way. I am coming to learn that I can sometimes have attachment issues, and my instinct is to run away. Like, either I get a little clingy, or, like, I freak out, and it's like, this person is going to hurt me, so before you can hurt me, I don't even let the, like, relationship evolve. So what are real red flags... And then, or the, the general question is, how do you know if the person is worth investing in or not? Maybe that's an easier way to ask that. Okay. I, I, and I'm going to go back to what my wife said. Um, to try to train yourself, first off, to enjoy the moment. If it's a good day, it's a good day. We can't say, oh, I like this. This might be the one. It, it, we got to try to fight those feelings, number one. But number two, see if how you're feeling is being reciprocated by the person. Ooh, I want to talk to them, but I call them, they're always busy. Now I got to give myself a check. I can't get mad at them. I can't, you know, get frustrated with them. I have to be uh, uh, comfortable enough to say, you know what? I noticed I call you quite a bit and you're unavailable. It makes me feel like you don't really want to be with me. And if, if that's the case, that's okay. But I just have to be honest about where I am yeah. and give them an opportunity to adjust. And if they don't adjust, now you can put on your running shoes. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. So I just believe if you feel something, not that you're giving somebody uh, responsibility of your emotions, but being responsible with your emotions is being honest with your emotions. If this person cannot handle my honesty, I probably have to be careful. If I'm being true to just enjoying the moment. But when you say clingy, because I understand that, I struggle with that. I used to be clingy. And I used to ask like, guys in the past, they asked my husband, am I clingy? Because I really feel like I am. I had daddy issues. Mm -hmm. And because I didn't have that uh, comfort, that security and protection that, I, you know, you would get from your father. So when I got a man, I want to be up under him all the time. Yeah, yeah. And I would be so offended, like, when he say he want to go hang out, like, what else in the world is better than he <laughs> I'm the home. I love you, Tiffany. Oh, my God, you're me. <laughs> you know, I'm like, why you don't want to hang out with me? I'm a woman and I'm cool. But I, I just realized, I'm like, I, I, I was putting... So much stock into an individual without creating a world outside of him and that wasn't healthy so i felt like 
when they wanted to be with some be around somebody else, I was feeling rejected. And that's a mm -hmm. horrible feeling. Like you want to be around somebody else other than me. Now I feel rejected. Now I got clingy issues. And then I think I'm weird because like, is that normal? Right. But then I hear you say where I, I, if I do feel a certain way, I'm scared. Uh, sometimes what, and my husband had to bring it to my teacher, what we fear the most, we draw into our lives sometimes. Mm. And if we, if we just keep thinking like, what's going to happen if I, if I go too far, is this going to work? Just go back to enjoying the moments and, and a, a person, we're adults, they're showing, they're going to show you their interest. You're going to know if somebody's really into you. You know, we don't have to, we're not in high school. We know if somebody's digging me or not. If I'm doing more calling than him or if he's doing more texting and want to just go out on dates, okay, this, where, are we, where are we going with this? Yeah. Because like you said, we're not getting any younger. Look, I want to have a conversation with you. I want to hear you breathing on the phone sometimes. Yeah. I, I would like to go have um, some ice cream. We can sit six feet apart if we need to with some masks, but I just want some type of interaction and I should be, be okay with saying that without seeming like I'm being uh, they say thirsty. Yeah, so yeah. I'm setting standards and I'm saying it in a loving way, yeah. but I want some ice cream. Can we go? Are we going to have a on ice cream day? Yeah. And they say, well, I'm busy. as well, you know. Uh, okay, you know what? Note taken. Because you know we make time for who and what we want. Yeah. That part. And when she and she when she shared her truth with me about she was asking, "Am I clingy?" Da 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 da. I understood that, so I went above and beyond to make her feel comfortable. And when I went above and beyond to make her feel comfortable, all of that relaxed. Mm -hmm. You know, so somebody who cares about your feelings will be willing to adjust for your feelings. Mm. Those were amazing tips, guys. I took <laughs> notes. I hope that y'all really wrote that down. Um, it was very straightforward, actually, and I, probably something more obvious than I would have considered. But ask for what you want. Communicate. And like you said, that that is definitely, not that we should be testing each other, but it's definitely a great way to, for the other person to step up, like you said, and prove how much that they are into you or not. So I love that. I'm putting that in my back pocket. <laughs> Talk to me about the five factors that you want our audience to uh, receive about wellness, marriage, and partnerships. Yeah. I, I think the first factor for me is enjoy life. Enjoy. Don't force yourself to be a part of anything that's taken from you more than it's given to you. You, you, you have mm -hmm. the right to protect your heart and your emotion. That is your right. And you cannot let anybody make you feel bad about wanting to enjoy your life. And as you enjoy your life as an individual, it will be easy to share and pour into other people's lives. So that's my number one factor. Enjoy life. Don't rush it. Don't try to hurry up and get to, oh, when my time, when my time. Your time is coming. Matter of fact, it may already be here if you just take time and just enjoy life. Ooh, That's my okay. number one factor. So, you, you. oh, okay. Well, I, I, I would just say, I feel for us on the self care part that we 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 uh, push. It, it's important that you know your purpose. Cause that was another challenge that I had. I didn't really know I would go to work. I paid bills. I hung out, but I still was so unfulfilled. And you can be walking around looking gorgeous, 
phenomenal and still empty on the inside. So if you don't know why you were even created, what you're passionate about, where you can feel well, that thing fuels you and give you life because you'll think I need it in a man when that man can't even do it. It's something that you were created for. So I really would say on the self-care is it's very important that you take an assessment on what what am I what is my purpose in life? What where do I need to add value and and, and what is that thing that fuels me um my husband when we were getting ready to go through our separation he asked me another powerful question that i always push out what is your happy mm. if, if you never have a husband this is what he asked me i give him these credit if you never have a husband if you never have kids because a lot of women would say oh i'm happy i got my family and my kids okay what if you never had that what it makes you happy and if you can't answer you know because if i ask you say oh, i know if you can't articulate what makes you happy then you're going to also be unhappy because you're going to be wanting other people to fulfill a spot that you don't even know the answer to for yourself. So mm. I would just say those two things when it comes to self-care. Um, get some therapy because we got a lot of childhood traumas that we still walk around with with our adult selves. You know, you're 25 with two-year-old childhood traumas. And you, uh, I say daddy issues, uh, neglect, abandonment. If you're still walking around with those rejections, I highly recommend get you some therapy and that doesn't make you crazy that makes you smart what's crazy is if you if you got a problem and you don't do anything about it mm -hmm. but um wellness health health and i'm not talking about the well the type of wellness where you got to look slayed and snatched but i want a healthy heart i want to enjoy life i don't want to walk around you know if you come from a family with you know sicknesses and you see your family members getting the legs cut off and all that I don't want that for my future. Yeah. I want a long life. So I got to participate in trying to take care of myself. And many say, well, I don't have time. My hair ain't cute. Okay, you're going to have pretty hair and uh, a, a pretty face sitting in a wheelchair. Yeah, yeah. Pick a struggle. So yeah. we're very big on you need to make time to take care of your health. Um, and it just that, and when you bring all that together, finding your purpose, knowing you're happy, taking care of yourself, all that will create to me a wealthy life. Sometimes, you know, people think, oh, you need to talk about wealth and money. No, a rich life is where you are a whole same per person who, who's walking out their purpose successfully to the best of their ability. So, yeah. And I'll take the next two, and then she's going to take the last one. The, the oh, I thought I took all of them. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I all of them. <laughs> the next one is uh, I wrote a, a whole chapter in our book called Roll the Credits. You are the writer, the producer, and the casting director for this stage play called Life. Mm. People don't just get to walk into your life and pick which role they're going to play. You pick the characters, you give them their roles. Because the thing that can make your stage play horrible is you put the wrong people in the wrong roles. They have to earn their spot in a role in your life. If they haven't earned it yet, they still auditioning. You still are this. I don't even know if you got the part of a friend. I don't know if you have the part of a boo. I am the producer, the writer, the director, and the casting director for my life. So I get to pick what role you play in my life. You don't get to tell me. And the other thing is we have to look at our paradigm. The paradigm is the place where all your ideas, your concepts, and your beliefs, that's the place where you make all your decisions from. But unfortunately, it happened in a childhood that you couldn't take a place in. You got it from your mama, your daddy, your neighborhood. And you got to see if your paradigm fits the life that you're in right now. 
you may be still like thinking like this broken, left behind little child, and you're past that, but still thinking like that. Yeah. So you got to update your paradigm. You got to update your operating system to fit this new model. You are Windows 10 now. You can't do Windows 98 no more. And you got to <laughs> operate in this level before you corrupt your whole system. Wow. So, Wow. What's the, what's the last? Oh, I gave all mine. Okay, there we go. <laughs> no, I think that was actually more than five, so I really appreciate it. Tell me more about the book. The name of it, oh. where can people pick it up? Right there. Listen, the book, I'm, hold on. <laughs> I got it right in front of me. The name of the book. I thought that's right. <laughs> Y'all are on the born, ball. It's, it's, the name of it is Born Not to Know. And it is my memoirs of how I almost lost my marriage to ministry. Wow. Because when you're in a position of power, I, I, I'm in a position of power at my job. I'm in a position of power at my church. I'm a pastor. I'm always a leader. And when you're a leader, people think you're supposed to know. Well, when my relationship was falling apart, I didn't know how to fix it. Mm -hmm. But I learned that when you don't know, now you need faith. Now it's time for you to call on something higher than yourself because you don't know. And it was my faith that allowed me to say a man who thinks he knows does not yet know yeah. as he ought to. And I had to unlearn what I learned so I can learn what I need to know to save my marriage. And so I put all of that in a book to show how my brokenness came from my mother uh, never could pick a good man. My dad was in jail. My mama couldn't handle it. She had a nervous breakdown. Uh, she went into a mental institute for a while. And I remember walking in the room, and my mama had a head bandage. Her boyfriend had beat up. And all mm -hmm. I remember was, I want to be the type of man I wish my mama had. Yeah. She wasn't my mama. She didn't need that. She needed a teammate. She didn't need somebody to protect her from a world she could protect herself from. Wow. So I was trying to be the man my mama needed, but I wasn't the man she needed. Wow. So I had to update my paradigm to fit this moment. And that's what made me write this book. You got to look at just because you're good at one thing doesn't mean you're good at everything. And you might need to take a step back so you can learn something new so you can get a new result. And it's born not wow. to know. That is powerful. And it's a true sign of leadership. Uh, I want to say I was watching Moesha, so it's probably not the best thing to quote, but <laughs> they were discussing, you know, being able to take accountability and accepting or uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Acknowledging when you make a misstep as a leader. So I really applaud you for that. We're watching Pastor John Gray go through this very publicly right now. No comment there, but. No, you know. but that's the reason that we are so passionate because we don't even nowhere near have his platform, but who we call men and women of God who are called to these high standards. And yes, they are, but I promise you, they have flesh, they have challenges, they have insecurities, they have temptations. And where do they get to uh, release that? You know, you got to hope they're getting some help. You got to hope they're working through it. But if not, here it is, another case of this person being exposed. And that's another hit to the body, to the kingdom, like, oh, okay, there go another pastor. That's what they do. They cheat. And then over here on the other side of the, of the globe, you got somebody fighting like hell to be the best husband. Yeah. You know what I mean? 
And so, I, I mean, I'm not, I'm, I'm very well aware. I, I, I tell my husband all the time, I'm pretty sure you got some struggles and temptations you probably would never communicate to me. But don't think I'm not aware that you may not have some. So my job as his teammate is to try to keep that open communication, whether it's uncomfortable, open, because I, I will hope that we wouldn't have to have that because I, I mean, that hurt me when I saw that because I was thinking about his wife, like, man, ooh, another one. You know, what does that do to your companies? What does that do to your home? What does that do? Yeah. You know, not in a way where I would talk about them, but uh, I, we just really want to push and keep people hopeful because some people think like, well, if they having a hard time, I know it's going to be real hard. Yeah. You know, false. And that's yeah. a great level of responsibility too. And uh, what they say is Spider-Man with great power comes great with responsibility. responsibility. Yeah. Like, Miss Bobby, I don't, I don't even know you personally, okay? But I feel like if I make a mistake, what is it going to do to Bobby? Mm. We, we gave her advice about relationship. And is she going to say, oh, another pastor? That's why I don't. And so I know I'm not responsible for every man of the cloth or whatever, but I'm responsible for what to God is going to hold me accountable for what I did to you. Even though we don't have a tight relationship, if I affect you, God is going to hold me accountable for that. Yeah. And, and, and more people need to take responsibility of what their platform does to the people that watch it. Yeah, yeah. I love that. The, the responsibility, which is why as much as I like doing celebrity or entertainment content, I try as best I can to be balanced and offer more because we're whole people. Um, and conversations like this are truly valuable. Like I said, I've already taken some gems and put them away in my back pocket. Um, can't wait to implement them. And I definitely look forward to continuing to support you guys. You have your you. sweat and swag uh, yeah. apparel, your fitness apparel. Yeah. Tell me more about that. Oh, no, that's my baby. <laughs> I've been. I know, love the dual hustles and then the joint hustle. And he got the shirts. Like, y'all are yeah, awesome. This is so exciting and inspiring. Let me tell you something. It was crazy. And it's a, when you know it's a, a, a vision, you know, you you th you're looking at it like, oh, it's just something I do. I was saying, I was just saying the sweat is a new sweat years ago. And my husband, like, you know, he's the creator. And he just supported the vision. And he came up and just printed these uh, tanks for me. Years later, I even stopped. I stopped doing it. I'm like, you know, I'm a mother now. I'm going to dedicate, you know, with me and him going, almost going through divorce, having kids. I'm like, you know what? I'm dedicating my life to my kids because and my family. But when you have a passion, you can't run from it. Yeah. You find yourself going back to that direction. So here I am back into fitness and, and wellness. And I love really working with women. I love to see women take care of themselves because I just know as us as women, it does something to our confidence. And let me say this. I'm a man. She got me liking what I see in the mirror now. Okay. Okay. Now, like, you know, watch these selfies you keep talking about. <laughs> now, you can show a gun or two of a muscle here and there, but tone down. Tone down. <laughs> Don't be showing my goodies. Look at all oil on the side. So, but, uh, I mean, and so you find yourself going back into it. And I, so I would make these live videos on Facebook, and I would always have these sweaty, ugly faces. Miss Bob and I would say, "Go get you some. Go get you some. Meaning, go get some sweat. Go get yeah. a workout. Or go get yeah. some endorphins." And next thing I know, I'm gonna get you some. I get. You. And I, I'm like, okay, you know what, baby? 
That's what I say. When people follow Tiffany, they're going to know that she's going to say, get you some. Get a woman. Show her the cute stuff. That's a woman. <laughs> anyway. And, uh, I'm obedient, too. Yeah. And, I, I see the teamwork. Say, I love just it. Say, get yes. you some. And just like I said, get you a sweat. Get your heart moving. You know, and um, so that's just, that's just my passion. And so we just work. And even because he wasn't into working out. But because I was so consistent, and that's why I've learned, you don't have to beat nobody over the head to do what you want them to do, even if you know it's good for them. If you model it so well, they'll eventually, you know, be open to trying it. And now he loves it. And I'm thankful because I want, you know, he and I to, you know, be healthy to the best of our ability. So, yeah, yeah that's, so I'm very thankful for that, uh, that vision. We've been getting great support on um, that. And they look cute on, so I'm yeah. just saying. And, and listen, <laughs> and, and I think. Get you some. I just, <laughs> I just believe Anything that you create, the heart in which you created it will be in the product. Mm. And so her heart is really into this. When we dropped this the first day, we sold out in two hours. Wow. And so we were trying to pick up on back order, getting it to people, but it's because she believes it. And now I believe it because now she got me getting up. <laughs> I run three miles in the morning. I be hitting the weight. I, I told him to take a step. I'm going to do the crop that up. <laughs> but yeah, so we're just really, really glad, you know, that we were able to come back and, and, and be used to come together to do some amazing things. Right. And we both are fulfilling our passion, right. wellness, empowering, and motivating, and yeah. say, helping people move forward, mind, body, and spirit. So. Yeah. I love that. Please tell everybody where they can tap in, follow you, book a session, purchase your products, etc. How can people support you? Everything is on tntworld.org. tntworld.org. And I would encourage anybody that's watching, I made the biggest stage play we ever done called Mr. Provider, and it's pieces of our life in that stage play. It was really our moment it, it, it was sold out. It was 2,000 people in there. It was phenomenal. But we put it on, uh, we recorded it. So we put it, made it available for download nice. on the website. The book is there. The sweat is the new swag is there. TNTworld.org. Woo. Y'all are relationship goals in real life. Thank you so much. No, seriously, I'm listening. I'm like, I want to be a part of a power couple. Like, where's my thrill? Hey, but let me okay. say, we, 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 we were shone upon power couple because in the past, people would say that you all a power couple. Then when we got ready to go through that separation, I'm like, uh-uh, you know. We sitting in court, can't stand each other. Right, no, we got power couple. But now how I receive it is, we, we just like to go back to giving God the credit because it was through him that we are able to come back powerful. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Yeah. So we kind of got said like, no, we're not a powerful couple, no, because we were like, not going to wood, but we, we received that in a good way because we had to stop saying, nobody's my goals because they got some stuff that you don't know nothing they did with Miss Bobby. Yeah. But they look cute on pictures though, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's the reason I wrote the book. It goes behind the scenes of what happens in church, how... I was already a pastor when she married me. And the, some of the people in church were treating her like, hop on who this woman? And so, you know, I'm bringing her into this. The audacity. Of, uh, yeah, to our blended family. And so I, I had to learn how 
to protect her in coming into this world that I created. So I put all of the details in the book. I mean, the book could easily be a green leaf drama if you want it to be. But speak but, but it, okay? <laughs> I was able to show how we succeeded. And it was us realizing that to become one, you, you not, not when you put the ring on, but it's a constant process of becoming one. We, we're spending the rest of our life learning to lean into each other just a little bit more, lean into each other. It's one of those things where we ain't there yet, but we keep learning to lean into each other. And as long as we're leaning towards each other, nothing can come between us. Mm. Beautiful, beautiful. Thank you both, Tiffany and Terrell. TNT world, okay? I appreciated this dialogue. Guys, please make sure you follow them. Tap in. Let's get these relationships popping as we're getting our mind and our bodies together. We're in this downtime. You know what I mean? Like, let's be well-rounded people and healthy yes. all the way around. I love that. Health is yes. well. So until next time, guys, it's Bobby Pam. Bye. <laughs> oh, thank you. Hey there. Thanks for listening. If you've made it this far in the podcast, I'm going to take it. You like what you've heard. So go ahead and subscribe now. While you're at it, think about supporting this podcast with a monthly subscription. Head over to anchor.fm slash bobbypin and click the support button to learn more. Thanks so much for your support.